You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your humblest host here at the Next Level Podcast. McIntyre, here, right here in Studio M. We're excited today because it's just me. Listen, we're going to have a new guest next week, but this me, this week, just me. I just wanted to come on here and uh, share some, some things that I've been thinking about lately. We just finished Next Level Experience, and it was incredible. It was awesome. It was amazing. It was the Holy Spirit filled. It was really good. So uh, we're already planning the next one. Just check our website if you want to attend the Next Level Experience at www.themichaelmcintyre.com and apply. All right. Let's talk about responsibility. This is what Stacy and Brianna and I came up with, mostly Stacy and Brianna, but about taking ownership in our lives. You know, sometimes we are always into the victimization and i say that broadly but in our, in today's world what i had see what i see is that uh a lot of things and i and i'm i'm one of these that watch i'm a i'm a politician or a political junkie i'm a you know i like to see what's going on in congress and the senate and the united states supreme court in the presidency. I, I I followed this stuff. I've been following this stuff since 1978, 1979. So a long time, way back in the Stone Age. And so um, let's talk about responsibility because I think sometimes, you know, we all get lulled into uh, foregoing our responsibility or ownership. We don't take ownership sometimes. And and I'm not speaking broadly. I'm not speaking about everyone or everything. Uh, but there are occasions that we typical that we sometimes just default to not my fault, not my responsibility. I'm not going to own that. And I think we lose a lot in that process. I think we lose a lot of our authority, our God-given power, uh, and it reduces us to a small, a small existence, and it just gives away a lot of our our identity. And so we become very small in that process. For example, you know, uh, we might not want to take ownership of, you know, of what's going on, you know, in, in, in our, maybe our family or in our life, our marriage, our business. One of the things that when I'm coaching clients, you know, and I love to coach people who are coachable. And so let's say they've had several deals, you know, maybe they've had two or three marriages or, They've had a bankruptcy or their businesses, you know, some negative things have happened in their life. And the, and the ones that really get this is they say, you know, there's one common denominator, McIntyre, in this whole process, and that's me. And I say, yes, it's you. And so that's taking ownership. Say, okay. And also, if it's to be, it's up to me. If it's to me, if it's to be miserable, it's my responsibility 
for making it miserable. If it's a great opportunity, it's my responsibility to making this a great opportunity. If this relationship, if this marriage, if this church is going to be successful, I'm going to take ownership in this. You know, since I gave my life to Jesus coming in at, you know, in my mid middle ages and into his kingdom, into the royal priesthood of Jesus, I've really learned that there's no perfect church out there, right? There's no perfect uh, doctrine that we all want. You know, we all sometimes, and I say this broadly, uh, no offense intended, but sometimes we take things and we we skew it and we take it out of context to fit our narrative. So I was so surprised when I got in, when I, when I started working behind the scenes at some churches on how some of the people, especially the pastors, the senior pastors, they would take some hits, man. They would get some emails because of the way they, maybe their, their sermon style, or maybe the, what they're saying in their sermon, or somebody has a disagreement with their doctrine or a disagreement with the church doctrine. And so, you know, what I have learned in my 13 and a half, almost 14 years of walking with Jesus, it is not a perfect church out there. I mean, I've been to many of them. I was raised in the Catholic church. I've been to the uh, Protestants. I've been to the evangelical. I've been to the charismanias, you know, and they all have their issues and they all have their amazing points. And one of the things I think they all have in common that they know that Jesus Christ died for their sins and is their savior. So in ownership and, and that's in church. So if you're in church and if you're critical of the pastor, if you're critical of the worship, <laughs> if you're critical of things, take ownership in it, step into that place, maybe give more money to them, maybe help them out, maybe offer your services, volunteer, what have you take ownership. All right. So also in business, right? If you're in a business, if you're working for a company, maybe you don't own the company, but you're working for a company, uh, you know, take ownership in that, that responsibility. Okay, maybe their mission statement says nothing about climate, the global climate situation. <laughs> All right. Well, take ownership. Say, listen, let me meet with the CEO. Let me talk to the HR. Let me do something. I want to take ownership in this. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't work. But there is an ownership responsibility. Instead of just being in the cheap seats and complaining about this, maybe put yourself on the line and take ownership. Now, note to self, note to my audience, note to listeners. Sometimes if we go there and take ownership, maybe we get shot down. Maybe we get uh, humiliated. Maybe we get you know, whatever, but that's, that's okay. And, and, you know, you can control how you feel in that process. Maybe you take offense to that. All right. Maybe that offense is, is warranted. Maybe it's not, but the main thing is, is to take ownership and step into that place because I'd rather sit there and they say, Hey, listen, McIntyre, that's a stupid idea. We're not going to change anything. And I've had that. I, I've heard those words. I've, and I was real passionate about taking ownership in the situation. And did it hurt my feelings? Yep, it did. But I got over it because I thought, okay, I've got to not make this about me, McIntyre. Let's just go forward. And hey, you know, at least I stood up. At least I said something. On other occasions, I've stood up. I've said something. And it changed. It moved the needle. And I was like, yes. I remember uh, Stacey and I, when our daughters were at a private school that only went to eighth grade. And it was, uh, or sixth grade rather, it was only in the sixth grade. And I remember they were in fourth and fifth grades. And because 
getting your child into a private school for those that you know is sometimes a herculean feat okay you've got to do a lot of things and they look at you and you gotta it's a big process it's not just about paying the money and so we looked at this and i remember thinking i don't want to go through this because this school only went to sixth grade then we're going to put them into a middle school or a high school and go through that 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 process that i didn't really enjoy of the scrutiny and, and going into there didn't bother me about the money. That was not the issue. I had plenty of that. What bothered me was having to look at all this and have them interview you and look at all these transcripts. It was just, it was something I didn't want to do. So we took ownership and we went out there and helped the school go from a sixth grade school up to sixth grade to a, all the way to a senior school. We helped buy a $28 million building from Exxon here in this local community. And, and I got to tell you, and I even was telling Stacy the other day, it was a big mistake. It really was. I took ownership because I had, I could do what I did because I had the influence, the money and, and the authority. But as I look back at it, I think it was a bad mistake. And for several reasons, I'm not going to go into here, but, uh, we ended up pulling, uh, Brittany ended up graduating from that school. And then Brianna, we pulled out in uh, after her 10th grade. And so, yeah, so it always is sometimes, you know, be careful what you wish for. Sometimes you might not want what you are taking ownership in and responsible. Uh, and I think that was a case of, uh, it was just a miscase of arrogance for me and uh, laziness, because I didn't want to do that. I'd rather spend the money than go through that process, which is crazy. So, however, let's say you're in business, let's say you have a business, and some of your vendors are doing some things, maybe they're complaining because of the slow pay or what have you. You know, I had an interview with my good friend, Bob Hassan, not too long ago, and talked about, you can always take ownership and and stand up and and, and walk it out if you're going through a financial crisis, if you're having issues with your business, if you're trying to figure things out, listen, there's no shame in that. There's, but it, there, but dodging and, and diverting and making up stories, you know, come on, that's a different thing. So take responsibility, take ownership, do the adult thing, do the man, the woman thing, and take ownership in that. So I think ownership is really important. Taking responsibility is important. Uh, not shifting the blame. Uh, not relying on the government to be your God, but let God be God. Yeah. And so uh, the, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, all or nothings, you know, and I was reading some things about this here. And I think all or nothings or binary uh, items uh, or terms that I think you need to maybe take a look at. And some of these things are really interesting because, you know, uh, all or nothing generally is a ridiculous concept. It really is. It's something that you really, you know, there there are there are uh, you know, there's some non-binary terms that I think are really important. And so, uh, for instance, passionate passion is not all or nothing. You know, uh, it's not that you are uh, passion or not. You have passion or not. It's what level of passion do we have? You know, sometimes sometimes we can be so passionate about maybe, a, uh, you know, a mission trip, maybe passionate about uh, a business that we're starting, passionate about a relationship that we're getting into, right? Uh, or passionate about um, our music, you know, a, a song or um, whatever. 
And it's the level of passion that you have. How passionate are you? I don't think it's either all passion or no passion. There's different levels of passion. Courage is another one. Courage is not do you have courage or not. I think it's at what level of courage do you have, right? I mean, being vulnerable is very courageous. Brene Brown talks about it all the time. And, uh, you know, Jesus was extremely courageous. In fact, he knew what was coming. Yes. In business, it was sometimes you have to be very courageous in taking a risk. Stacy and I right now, we're, we're stepping into a place where we have to be courageous in, in, in an investment and in an opportunity that we're going to walk out. And uh, our, in, you know, in, in, in having courage, okay, it's not either I have courage or I don't have courage. It's at what level of courage do you have? Jesus's level of courage was phenomenal, was off the charts. Uh, you, for you to have courage to get in your car and drive to the grocery store, there is courage in that. I mean, people do get in accidents and people do have issues with that, but chances are you're not going to have an accident. So your courage level is not that great. All right. The other thing, I hope you're getting this. I think if I'm not explaining it, send me an email. Uh, I love getting emails, commentaries. Um, so belief. Belief either, you know, a lot of times people, especially, you know, every now and then I come across somebody that's not a believer, right? And I don't think it needs to be all or nothing. You know, uh, it's not do you believe or not. It's what level of belief do you have? Do you have, and, and it's not about, do you believe Jesus is your Lord and Savior? That's either you you believe that or you don't. That is pretty much binary. Uh, but it's at what level of belief do you have? For instance, do you believe your business is going to be successful? Do you believe that you're going to be wealthy? Do you believe that this marriage is going to work out? Are you all in on this or are you kind of halving it, right? You know, um, I think that level of belief is important. And I I do think there's, you know, sometimes we say, you know, there's a possibility that this might work, right? I have that conversation sometimes. Do you have that conversation? But then I'm, then for me, I want to keep it a positive thing. Yeah, I believe this. And not only do I believe it, I'm going to visualize this thing and I'm going to say some affirmations about it, right? So the belief is stronger. It's not whether I'm I believe or I don't believe. It's what's my level of belief, Ted Lasso, the series that just took, you know, like 20 Emmys, it's, I, you know, it's belief. You know, he's got that sign, believe, you know, and believe, how much do you believe? How how strong is your belief? Are you, you know, in our Christian community, in our tribe, sometimes we say, hey, are you a believer? Yes, I'm a believer. Sometimes do we have doubts? If you're like me, you do. But that's when you have that community to come around, right? And overcome that uh with you know philippians 4 13 all right fear <laughs> you know are you fearful or are you not fearful and i believe fear fears from the enemy now there's good fear out there there too you know some people have a fear of heights some people have a fear of you know of you know being run over by a truck you know it's pretty what you know you know fight or flight and i think there's that fear but there's also uh, what level of fear do you have? Uh, do you allow controlling your life? And, you know, if you're so fearful of, you know, leaving the house that you never experienced life, the texture of your life is not fulfilled because of your fear 
of failing or your fear of bankruptcy or your fear of losing? How about the fear of man? And I don't believe it's a binary thing. I don't believe you either all fear or no fear. Like my friend Chris Valentin says, you know, if you're fearless, you're probably a mental patient, right? Uh, which I think there's some truth to that. So we do have good fear. And there are some natural born id fears in our system and in our DNA. But, you know, what level of fear do you have? Uh, and, you know, I think having these non-binary items and because, listen, there's a lot of gray area, right? There's, there's you know, uh, I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I believe that he rose from the dead and he, he was brought to this earth at, at, to be our Savior. I believe that. And there's either I'm in on that or I believe it or I don't believe it. And so I believe that. That's a binary thing. So I think uh, with ownership, with responsibility, we walk this out in our day in and day out life. If you want your life to look different a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, whatever, you know, you've got to change the way things are going now. And that means stepping out into that place and say, okay, it's not all or nothing. Sometimes there's non-binary things. Sometimes there's there's some different levels in that passion. There's different levels in that fear. There's different there's different types of these things. Take a look at that. I've been taking a look at that. And I think it's real important for self-awareness and self-reflecting and looking at what, where am I at on the spectrum of, you know, of these ownership levels? Am I constantly in the blame game, blaming everybody else for the reason I'm broke or the reason my marriage isn't working or the reason my children aren't following the faith that I want them to follow in? Who's responsible for that? And when you take responsibility or, you know, also who's responsible for your success? Who's responsible for stepping that out? Who's responsible for you taking that risk and, and making that happen and having it come out into a positive way? My belief, I'm responsible for that, but God gives me that courage. God gives me that ability, the, the wherewithal, the know-how, the in intellect to do these things. He gives me that desire and that burning desire for more. It's like Jacob in the Bible. Jacob was Jacob was a, a rascal. <laughs> he kind of was, you know? I mean, he really did a lot of things that really weren't really cool. But God asked Jacob to come in there because Jot, and God wrestled with Jacob, right? But he needed that chutzpah. He needed somebody in there. So to, to do these things. So I, I just, I look at the ownership and the responsibility in our life. Don't rely on the government to be your God. Let God be your God. Let, let those things manifest in, in, in your life and watch the fruit of the spirit come, come through in things in the natural, right? Because things are brought down, are brought down. I believe you know, heaven comes to earth and we get, we capture these things and we can bring them into the natural, which manifests itself in more money, uh, better relationships, better physical condition, uh, better government, better presidents, better senators, better congressmen, better mayors, better school boards. Yes. And better teachings of our children instead of 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 acquiescing to somebody else's ownership and say, well, I can't do anything about this. You know, the, the problem is bigger than me. That's not true. It just takes one person to make a difference. So take ownership, take responsibility, vote. Yeah. 
uh, show up at a school board meeting, right? I mean, you know, it matters. And, and these things, and instead of being on the back bench or just complaining about everything, and I've been there before, okay, step into that place and take ownership. And at churches, there is no perfect church. Cut your senior pastors, cut your worship leaders some slack. Yeah, they're not there for the money. I promise you that. I learned that a long time ago. They're there to make a difference. And everybody has their own style. And look, maybe your CEO, maybe your boss, maybe your manager, maybe you're the boss or manager. Take a look at the ownership and how you're showing up for your staff, for your employees, seeing how you're showing up for your C CEO, your boss. Are you taking ownership? You know, a wise person taught me a long time ago, listen, if I'm taking a check from somebody, I'm going to be their advocate. I'm going to be their advocate. And I might complain or might have a suggestion or might have something that's off-putting. And I'll share that behind closed doors with that individual. But if I'm cashing that check that that person's given me, I'm going to be for that company or that church or that business. And listen, you know, churches split. People leave churches. But that doesn't mean you need to throw them under the bus either. Everybody's, for the most part, I think everybody's doing the best they can. Some some people are ignorant and they need to be educated in what they're doing or what they're not doing. That's where coaching comes in. Yeah. And so Stacey and I have been blessed to coach a lot of church people and worship leaders and pastors. And listen, I just want you to know they've got a tough road to hoe. They do. And they're human beings. They are not God. Although Christ is with them and is on their heart. Um and it's difficult, though. They still have human things going on in their lives. So take ownership. Same with your boss. You don't know what they're laying awake nights, what they're dealing with. I know it always looks like they're sitting in the ivory tower, just, you know, lighting their cigars with $100 bills. Not true. Not true. And they're, they really want to make payroll. They really want you to do well. They want to help you. And they want your commitment. And they want to be loyal to you. And they want the loyalty returned. Uh, that's ownership. And Stacy and I are really, you know, you know, even when we had our insurance company, we I took really the heart of helping people be successful. I love to watch people become successful. And it broke my heart when they couldn't make it. They couldn't do it for whatever reason. Um, and I poured money and millions of dollars and time and effort and and coaching and schooling to help them get there. But look, you know, some people just don't want to help be helped. Some people want payoffs of victimhood. So it's kind of like Jesus said to the, the crippled man that was at the Bethesda well, do you want or the Bethesda pond? Do you want to get well? He asked. Sometimes people don't want to be well. Sometimes they want to sit in their mire and they want to sit in that spot. I know you're not one of those. And maybe you have been in the past. Maybe you got some major payoffs for being victim. Let me just tell you this. There's no life in that. You know, there might be some comfort. There might be some blessings in the short term, but in the long term, it's not going to work and it's not going to be where you want to be. Take ownership. If you're broke, it's on you, right? If, you're, if your business is out of business, it's on you. And uh, we can blame the government. We can blame a lot of things. I sold my business as the government changed a lot of things in my industry. I got out. I still know people in a business. In fact, I was talking to some people just yesterday that are in the business. And after I visited with them and gave them some advice, Stacy and I went to lunch. And I said, you know, I'm so glad that I'm not in that business anymore because it's changed rapidly and it's changed 
in my opinion, negatively. So I don't want to be involved in that. Now, did I change the industry? Yeah, we created a lot of wealth in that industry. So, but also I didn't want to sit in that and constantly complain. I did take ownership in that. I did work the system and I, I helped change the system. In fact, we had some case precedences that, you know, I spent $760,000 on attorney fees and took ownership in that and did really well for the industry, but it was time for me to depart. So my point is, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to cut bait. Sometimes you got to fish and you should know why, and you should pray on this and seek wisdom, you know, measure twice, cut once, don't stay in the mire, take ownership. Things are not always, you know, uh, binary. It's not either or. Sometimes there's different levels in that passion, in that fear, in that investment, in that relationship. And so that's why, you know, and in taking ownership, having some wise counsel around you. Yeah. That's why Jesus picked 12 people to run with. It's a whole nother thing though. All right. So I hope this dropped a little bit of wisdom. Maybe I opened up some of your eyes to some of what you're looking at. Maybe it gets some of you out of the victimization of wherever you're at in life, financially, relational, physically, and spiritually. God wants you to win. God celebrates you every time uh, that you come into that ownership. I promise you, I, I really believe that. And so step into that ownership. God stepped into the ownership, gave his son, and Jesus stepped into that ownership for you. Yeah? So he paid the price. So don't get out your debit card and keep buying it back, baby. Leave it at the cross. Leave it at his feet. Because that's who he wanted, he wanted to take it from you so you could have freedom. John 10, 10, the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life abundant. And abundant is talking about taking ownership. It's not all or nothing. It's some of its different levels of passion. And Jesus described and had the biggest passion that I've ever known for you and for me. And so that's my story. And if you don't believe it, then look, I don't know, uh, ask somebody to, to walk it out with you because it's, I believe it. And um, for many years, I didn't until I did. Uh, in fact, it's all in my book. I'll give a, I'll give a plug. The Next Level Life, the whole testimony of the good, the bad, the ugly, and the wonderful is in there. You can get it on Amazon if you want it from me with a signature just email me i'll be glad to sign it and send it to you because i'm committed i'm taking ownership in how jesus blessed me in this process i ran hard i did i ran hard and uh i'm so glad i'm in his kingdom and helping other people helping other entrepreneurs and listen stacy and i have a mission we want to we want to bless people in our uh in the royal priesthood in this community in our tribe to let them experience wealth, let them experience prosperity, let them experience their faith being strengthened uh, through all different ways. And listen, uh, also to bless other people in this process. Once, you know, uh, I believe that, that, that the velocity begets velocity. So once you start out there in his kingdom and focusing out, things start shifting in a big way. Say your affirmations, pray over your business, pray over your family. Hey, anoint your family, anoint your businesses. Yeah, we can talk about that as well. So thank you so much for listening. Hey, check us out. If you want to go to the next level experience, check out the next one. Uh, simply just go to the michaelmcintyre.com and apply. It costs you nothing up front. We do ask you at the end, if it, you thought it was worth something, 
okay, then pay it forward for somebody else because that's right. That's what we do. Uh, we're standing on the shoulders of giants today from people that lived 100 years ago, people who planted those trees that never got to enjoy the shade as you're enjoying the shade today. So God bless you. Stay focused on him. And remember, he is king, the name above all names. Go out there and make some money. Make a difference. Go bless somebody in the kingdom. This is Michael McIntyre. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.